you define existence. Atheists say God doesn't exist. Fine. For them, he doesn't. If I said uh, I don't like um, broccoli, for me, the good tasting broccoli doesn't exist. I can identify or recognize broccoli as a thing, but I can't find the uh, where good broccoli is. I can't. I can't um, identify or perceive good tasting broccoli. It doesn't exist for me. And um, you can say you're a um, good person, but I don't see it. You don't exist in that identity for me any more than um, a racist sees certain people as equals. We define existence by our very definition of what existence is. So if um, the atheist say, says God doesn't exist, well that's um, true in his definition of existence in his uh, perception of what um, exists. If atheists um, start out by seeing tables and chairs and um, other physical objects as having some kind of metaphysical um, preeminence um, that their reality supersedes any other kind of reality or other uh, possibilities, then they're going to uh, think of um, God and mind and uh, will, love, and even society as non-physical attributes and not really existing. Uh, in the case of God, um, he will be declared to be supernatural, meaning um, above or beyond the limits of the uh, physical realm. That doesn't make him less real. It just makes him not part of the uh, materialist uh, conception of things. And this is something we have to uh, realize, is that supernatural only means not contained within a certain framework, i.e. the framework of the natural. It doesn't give God any less reality or any less um, validity, except within the relative framework of materialism, of naturalism. So, um, the thing that uh, we need to come to terms with is that objectivity is always relative. The objectivity of the universe is objective or real only within 
the conceptual framework of a particular um, observer. So the natural world is objective within the relativistic framework of the naturalist. And that he or she has rejected God is no more profound than a supporter of the Leafs rejecting the Montreal Canadiens. The Leafs are the best team within the relativistic framework of a Torontonian Leaf fan. A Leafs fan can objectively prove the Leafs are the best team because the Leafs fan will use a standard on which the best teams are the is the Leafs is predicated. The materialist can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt, beyond argument, that the material world is real so long as they use a standard based on the objectivity and the realness of the physical world. What is uh, being said here is that if we use a different standard of truth, a different standard for reality, God becomes very real. And so I guess the question then becomes, which is the real standard? What is the actual truth? What is the non-relativistic truth? It's um, an invalid question in one sense because we are the arbiters of truth. We define the standard of what is real. And that really is the only um, opening we have for establishing what might be the truth that is beyond us that isn't subject to um, uh, manipulation, let's say. And that is, if the truth is material or based on materialism, if the reality is natural, and if we can establish all truth from the assumption that reality is real and that is the objectivity, objective truth and that anything outside the material realm is supernatural beyond nature beyond what is true even as such by definition um, we ought to be able to establish truth we are, everything ought to be able to be assigned to that um, framework. And this is no more complicated than 2 plus 2 equals 4. But do we get 2 plus 2 equals 4 all the time? Or are we, is there disagreement about what 2 plus 2 equals 
obviously not in arithmetic. But if um, the world is real, then the um, truths established on that basis should all be consistent. We shouldn't need to go outside of the material realm. We can say that um, God is supernatural and God don't belong in the realm of uh, the material. But what about mind? What about love? What about life itself? Is life not um, part of the natural order of things? And if it is, how is this perceived using um, the methods of naturalism, of natural science? And so we find that the truths of materialism aren't consistent or better they're not coherent they don't cohere together they're not all of one part they tend to conflict at some point and you can't if you say once you say that everything is matter energy space and time and natural and perceptible um, then we've kind of negated everything that is human we've um, rejected not only God, we rejected love, we rejected life itself, we rejected the sense of humanity. What is humanity? There's no um, physical correlate to humanity. There's no physical correlate to charity or human decency or morality or ethics. Where do these things fit in? Where does where does the ethical business find a spot in this framework of materialist materialism? And this is uh, why Christians exist. Because for a Christian, there is a reality beyond matter. And in fact, matter is inconsistent with the reality of a Christian but that's okay because the reality of matter is inconsistent with the reality of uh, naturalists of materialists of atheists their reality doesn't make sense not even to themselves and they'll never um, reconcile these conflicts and inconsistencies within their worldview.